0: Good morning. This is Money Talk with James Ross. It's 18 minutes to nine. In your money today, Carolyn Wright will be taking a look at the advantages addressing gender imbalances, which uh, could have for the tech sector. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. While diversity in the workplace may have vastly improved over the years, there are still problems in the tech sector. Just a few weeks ago, senior mathematician and CPPCC member Yuan Yashang told Xinhua that a lack of women leaders in major science research projects And decision making is worrying. Nina Cheng is APAC Director of Client Business Management at Payoneer, a payments company here in Hong Kong. She's also worked at big tech names like Facebook and Apple in the US, China and here. So she joins us to talk on her experiences and why change would be beneficial for the sector. Thanks for joining me today, Nina.
1: Hi, morning, Caroline. Happy to be here.
0: So you've worked with a variety of really very well-known names in the tech space. So tell me a little bit about your experiences as a woman in the sector
1: and how they varied around the world. I was first-generation American Chinese who educated work in the US for over 14 years before I relocated back to Asia to take on a more senior leadership role in fintech. I do realise that my career path comparing to the Asia it considered as non-traditional ones and also I realized that that when there even there is an equal opportunity presented the decision-making process among the men's and women's in Asia it could be very different so my career journey started as a in U.S. I didn't really quite focus climbing up the career ladder from, from one industry I took the time and gained my experience in various different functions and industry that's why you can see i came from ag retail and now i'm in fintech role so this may not be a common career progression in asia as people working in the same industry like banking and financial service they just moving up their career within the same sector right so the second Second part is the even though the given the equal opportunity is presented. So, in the most of the US tech company, uh, especially publicly listed, they have embedded diversity, equality, inclusion as a part of their corporate DNA. And as pioneer, I'm a pioneer, we have about 51% women in the leadership role across the globe. So, we are actively creating that kind of awareness to promote female entrepreneurship in our both customer and supplier group even, right? So that's kind of a little bit different. I learned one lesson from my recent years, even though there is a, let's say a promotion, right? With a relocation opportunity presented equally to two to, to candidates, one male and one female, they have a similar family structure and background. The decision making process for them as a man, as a husband, as a father in the family, Versus a woman, a wife, a mother in the family, it motivates them very differently. So it it, it all incentivize based on their culture and family values. So I understand that gender parity is very much exists today globally, especially in fintech. Most of the C level leadership are male, and some has to relocate it from their home countries. So definitely something that we have to support and take a closer look. It's helping people who, you know, whether you're male or
0: female, empowering people to make the decision that's the right thing for them. And then looking into the leadership roles, what kind of different styles do you think women bring to leadership roles? Because you talk there about, you know, they have different motivations when they're making a decision about taking on a role of, of any sort. What do they bring to the table in a leadership world?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I can use myself as example, right? In my Early stage as a leader, well, my definition of leader doesn't have to be bound by a title. I remember at the time I was transitioned between an individual contributor to a people manager. I remember I was very proactive. Uh, I would go out of the way to learn and get different people involved and buy-ins to solve a problem. So it would say I was very focused on driving results and then how to get influence across the board. So gradually, the kind of problem I was solving become more and more complex and more and more people got involved until one day my boss called me into the room, uh, not so much about the surprise of the layoff, but more about the positive side to give me an offer and promotion to become a people manager, to lead an R&D team with a group of advanced engineers and PhD. To be honest, at the time, I was very excited, but also overwhelmed and nervous. I think this is a common uh, symptom as a female young leader will have kind of self-doubt and then couldn't help but wonder why me, right? I hope the audience can reciprocate that. But now I'm a global leader in the FinTech in a super fast environment and then things constantly changing and evolve. I'm still learning, right? I'm still learning better ways to manage the changes, how to deal with the invigorous situations. How to manage the difference in terms of culture, people, levels of expectation, you know, you're managing above, across, and below. How to inspire, motivate a diverse team, and then to influence the team to become more productive and and then able to contribute more, right? So I would say I have become more situational leader nowadays, and then I believe all these treats, the valuable treats as a woman leader could bring up to the table. So you talked there about
0: inspiration. Let's talk a little bit about that and how when you were offered a promotion, you were almost kind of surprised and said like, oh, oh, me? Uh, How do we, (laughs) how do we inspire confidence in nurturing new female talents and give them the mentorship to make them go, no, I deserve this. I have worked for this and I'm the right person for the role.
1: That that's a very common question, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think mentorship, well, having a mentor in life in general is super important. It can be professionally, it can be personally. But just mentorship in Korea, I think you could create kind of like a safe space, safe environment to share career experience and kind of gain different perspective from higher level Oh, when I'm in an individual contributor, I, couldn't, I could have seen as a people manager what I would have seen. As a people manager, as your career become more senior leader, there's a different level of clarity, right? So being a mentor to give out that kind of insight to help the younger leader, that is very valuable and very super important. You could help them to navigate and overcome their career obstacle and then make a better career decisions. But on the other hand, I think not only mentorship is important. I think allyship, like especially we're talking about uh, uh, the gender parity as a part of the DEI, allyship among the leaders, including men, are also very important. Uh, we need to support each other to remind and ensure the diversity, equality, inclusion, opportunity is equally presented and promoted in the workplace. So. As I'm trying to mention, the both supply side and demand side also have to factor in to help promote the women in tech.
0: Looking back on your own career, you, you've obviously you've worked in a variety of different fields, so you've got a lot of experience. Are there any specific skills that you, you kind of wished you'd gained when you were at school that weren't necessarily part of the, the curriculum at school that, that you'd suggest girls try and look towards, towards gaining nowadays?
1: <laughs> That's an interesting question. If I could have, would have, go back to my early age and then I can redo. I think I would definitely focus more and take on history and journalism. Okay. That's because I have a science background and degree in both uh, undergrad and master. And then I now we are living in the digital era where the leadership become more transparent in front of the public, right? So definitely I want to become a better influential leader and great storyteller. Those are the two things that I would probably want to get get more skill at. So let's look to the future now.
0: What would you like to see changing for the next generation of female tech leaders to make their journey easier maybe than yours has been?
1: I think I have a few recommendations for the the next-gen leader or young professional boys and girls doesn't have to be just female just to stay curious stay curious to learn and gain more capability when they in early stage of their career life especially in the tech field right is is very fast paced and it is cutting edge we need to equip ourselves become a more adaptable and able to become more flexible to adapt to change right So we can have a better, stronger tolerance and build confidence and courage and not so too easy to feel intimidated by the change or any setback and rejection in lives. That's what I would like to see in the future leaders
0: have. Inspiring words. Thank you, Nina. APAC Director of Client Business Management at Payoneer. Thank you, Nina. Thank you. (laughs)